All right, here we go. In three, two, and one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I am joined by life coach, motivational speaker, and author, Mr. Tim Story. How's it going, Tim? Round of applause. Did you hear that? I'll, I'll give you the round of applause here. I feel that. It's like the applause meter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know which way it's going, though, but I'm sure it's going some way. But anyways, how are things, Tim? Good. But you know what? Do you like to go by Michael or Mike? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter as long as it's close to my name. So when you were in trouble as a kid, what did your mother say to you? Did she put your middle name in there too? Uh, yes, yes. So she would say? Uh, Michael J. Scott. Well, she would use the initial. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Clean your that's when I knew. That's when I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that what, what you so told I'll, your kids? Uh, yeah, I would do that too. So you asked me how I'm doing. I'm good. It is uh, rainy in Southern California. That's where I am right now today. Yeah. yeah. So we have rainy weather, but uh, I like the rain. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I, I like it. I think it's a good change. I wouldn't want it like all the time, like if I lived in Seattle, but uh, I like I like the rain. Absolutely. Now, before we start get started, I see that uh, there's some writing on your wall back there. Uh, what, what What's that writing? That is the late, great Maya Angelou. Oh, yes. So I am really into her. She's one of the few greats of that nature that I uh, did not get a chance to be around. Uh, I'm very close with Oprah Winfrey, and that was one of Oprah's best friends. Mm. But I was never around... Miss Maya Angelou, but I'm a big fan of her work. I like the way her mind uh, was thinking. And so that is a gift from a friend. And I put it back there. Wow, that's nice. That's beautiful. That's that's just gorgeous. That's beautiful. But uh, I, so I want to talk about your your life uh, early on. Uh, early on, when you were younger, you, you had lost a uh, parent when, when you were younger. But uh, yes. you, you didn't you didn't let that uh, phase you. You let that you didn't let that setback get to you, which is uh, the most impressive because you didn't have a father figure then. Right. Yeah. I mean, Michael, listen, I think all of us have been through different things like when you're a kid. Um, most most children, not all, but most children, they 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 see life, they see energy, they see animation. That's how I saw life. Yeah. And so then I remember when my father died, uh, there was like a knock on the door in the morning because he had been missing. He went to go get food for my mother and we couldn't find him. There was no cell phones at that time. And what had taken place is that night before when he was going to give my mother food, somebody ran a red light, hit him and mm. he died. And um, so they did not come till the next day. Uh, with the policeman um, to to tell us that he passed, and that was a difficult thing because what happened is that we were we had been very uh, challenged financially when we first started it when I was real little, but now I was ten, and we were starting to make some strides. You know, we we had now a three bedroom house, and um, my my family was doing better. And then for him to be taken out was a major, what I call life interruption. Mm. But you're correct. I, I had a really positive mindset even back then. And so I decided to just, you know, 
take the embrace of losing my father, but not letting that be the end of me being animated and a big thinker and a dreamer and all the things that I still am today. So uh, also when you were young, you found uh, your, well, you knew what your calling was going to be because you wanted to go into the ministry when, when, when you were younger as yes. well. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of uh, African-American families, a lot of Latin families, um, a lot of just families find their way into churches. Um, that was part of the culture in which I was raised. We started going to church a lot when I was a little kid. And I remember thinking, Michael, like, I will stop going to church when I'm 18 because it felt like um, it felt like Charlie Brown's parents. Like when I had to go to the big service, the big church service, I, I liked Sunday school when, for my age. But when I had to go to the big service, it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the preacher down. He was a white guy. And I thought, OK, this guy, he's really getting riled up now he's got 10 more minutes <laughs> but that's so funny because um when i was 17 i felt called to become a humanitarian and help to change people's lives and i went to seminary kept going got a doctorate world religion and i've now been to 76 countries of the world wow what are uh, what have been some of your favorite countries to, to travel to is there one, one or two? Yeah, I want to go. Made? I'll go one after, right after one. I love South Africa so much. Um, somewhere in my office, I'm just kind of perusing, is a signed picture of Nelson Mandela. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> what a cool thing. He <laughs> just recently passed, yeah. I, I was speaking, uh, and somebody said, Nelson Mandela's coming to see you because I was a pretty well-known speaker. And uh, there was 10,000 people at this auditorium. And sure enough, they weren't joking. Man, I, I just started my talk and in came the late, great Nelson Mandela with like an entourage of like yeah. eight people. And um, so that was so cool for Mandela to come and watch me talk. So I love South Africa. I love the people of South Africa. I've been there 28 times. And um, it's one of my favorite people, our, our places, and some of my favorite people. And uh, you're also a, uh, a acclaimed speaker, and uh, we're going to talk about the conference here here in just a little bit. But uh, your very first speech that you gave was at 20 years old in front of how many people? 150,000? No, no, I, I I got up to big numbers later. Oh, big the, number. Okay, gotcha. The the, the I, I was doing like small events at 18, 19, but 20, at 20, I spoke to 13,000 people. Or 13,000, yeah. Yeah, 13,000. And then it went up into the higher, higher, higher stadium uh, level. But I like all types of people. I, I, I still speak to groups of eight people. I speak to kids for free. And then I speak at all these big conferences. Yeah, I enjoy myself. Absolutely. And while, while we're on the topic of conference, uh, you are uh, getting ready to do a conference uh, that's happening in February. It got rescheduled. Yeah, it's called Excelente. So the whole idea is to become excellent. And I wrote down what uh, the word uncommon means. Un uncommon means 
something that is unusual, extreme, maximum, ultimate, the highest. And that's what Excelente is all about. It's about uh, living an uncommon life and living life at an excellent level. And it's targeted for uh, Latin people. Uh, I am mixed heritage. My father's black and my mother is Spanish, like from Spain. So I was raised in a dual culture. And um, the other people that are part of this, uh, uh, Selena Balazon, and also um, uh, an, another great guy, uh, Peter Estevez, uh, we've all come together to do this conference, Excelente, tell people to become excellent in all areas of their life, their physical life, their mindset, their jobs, their finances, their dreams, their goals. And uh, we have uh, different entertainers that will be there. Uh, also some uh, Latin people that have just had great success. But uh, if you're not Latin, you're still invited. So Excelente. And then maybe you could put all the information as you prepare this uh, podcast. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Now, where's it going to be held at? Well, it's going to be it's going to be virtual to start oh, virtual, with, okay? Because we're in the middle of this thing called a pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I've heard. So um, you know, we have big conferences that that I do on my own, and I have upwards to a hundred thousand people show up virtually. So we we see like a lot of people going to show up to this. So this one is um, ab absolutely free, um, and uh, you're going to want to come. And, and hear the speakers, hear the stories. Because I, I believe this, I think that we learned, uh, Michael, three primary ways, education, conversation, or observation. And I think sometimes we're just like one conversation away from a possible break in our life. And so Excelente could be that conversation. Absolutely. And uh, you've also uh, gotten to do some pretty cool stuff with uh, celebrities. I mean, you had mentioned a couple uh, um, earlier but uh you started a bible study with diane cannon yeah who's who's a great lady and my friend and thank you diane for what you did for me i mean to think that in my late 20s i started to be around diane cannon that led me to uh, meeting jack lemon walter Matthau, uh through other friends i started hanging out with charlton heston yeah. I, I used to go out to eat all the time with Tony Curtis, uh, hang out with James Kahn from The Godfather. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I was mentored by these people about life, finances, um, pain, sorrow, how to get back up. So I'm, I'm living a very unusual life, mostly for a kid that came from the inner city. <laughs> yeah. That's usually what, what end up happening is the most un, unordinary people going to do the most extraordinary things. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, and uh, you are a uh, author as well. I want to give a plug to your books. Um, you've written three books. Yeah, I've written, I've written a few books. I'm looking for the latest one. It's called Miracle Mentality. The Miracle Mentality. Yep. And it's doing super well. Um, so thank you. Um, Harper Collins for signing me to do this amazing book. So um, I've, I've been on the Today Show. Uh, I'll be on a lot of other shows uh, pushing it. 
And the opening night, the opening night of the release of the book, we sold 21,000 books just like that. So the book is selling worldwide, the miracle mentality. The whole idea is that, you know, you're not supposed to live mundane. You're not supposed to just live in the mess. Yeah. You're not supposed to live in the madness, but you can still have a miracle mentality. And that is to have extraordinary thinking. You could still uh, think big in small places, no doubt about it. Absolutely. I agree with you. Now, someone might be asking you, what has been the key to Tim's success? Is there one or two things that you've done that has um, made you the guy that you are today? Yeah, I got, I got to take you to my truth. I think, you know, Lee Iacocca said to me, he goes, I like to ask people that I respect uh, how they made it. And this is the answer I gave the Lee Iacocca. I said, I'm a God made man. And that's, that's what I'm about, man. I mean, I, I come from just a common place uh, with a mother who worked at a donut shop and a dad who worked for Bethlehem Steel. I applied the, uh, the ways of God to my life and, and he took me uh, over and above uh, ways that I never thought that I could even go. I mean, the things I get to do, the things that I'm doing now, uh, I, I really do give glory to God in my lifestyle. And I'm not ashamed uh, of it. I don't preach it everywhere. I just live it. But I'm a God made man. I give I give glory to God for my life. But you are also a pastor at the uh, the the, con the congregation church as well. Yes, yes. So, you know, the, it's an interesting thing, Michael, because I traveled almost like a John Maxwell speaking in conferences and churches and, you know, all kinds of situations with the NFL, the NBA, everybody. And so uh, we started a church six years ago in Placentia, California, but I wanted to do it different because I'd spoken in mega churches since I was 20. That seems like a lot of work, those mega churches. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted a hybrid church that's almost like a studio church. And then uh, a lot of our crowd is online. So we reach um, about 2,300 people uh, consider themselves part of the congregation uh, church online. And then we have about 500 uh, before COVID that would actually attend. So uh, we're a boutique church, uh, just teaching biblical principles, but there's like four leaders and all of us take turns teaching because I don't like it just like to be on one woman mm -hmm. or one man, like, yeah. We're the people. Yeah. It's just more message based. And uh, so congregation.family. So if you guys are into the things of God, you should watch me on Sundays and Wednesdays. Congregation.family. It's a really cool church. Yeah. I'll, I'll post the link down below when I go to post this, uh, this interview as well. And so uh, I just want to give one more plug to the, uh, the conference that you have coming up. It's called Excellente. Yes. Yes. So Excelente is a conference. Excelente. Uh, Peter O. Estevez. No, but you did. You did that good. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Selena uh, Belazon is part of it as well. She's another uh, of the three leaders. And then me, Tim Story. And you'll put all the information there. It's for people that want to take their life to the next level. And that's you. Absolutely. Anybody that's watching, let's take our lives let's to the next it. level. And then we're going to use uh, some of the proceeds as this uh, movement continues uh, in the area of education 
and changing people's lives uh, within the Latin community and also helping people that have been incarcerated in the Latin community find their way once they come out of um, serving their sentence. So I'm excited and, about what we're doing. And that's one thing I wanted to also tell you, Tim, is my dad was a, a jail chaplain here in Kansas City for 25 years, teaching, wow. the, teaching the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ to uh, inmates. Yeah, and that could change somebody because I know people, Michael, as you do, that say that even though they were incarcerated, that once they found Christ, that they did not feel like they were imprisoned. Absolutely. There's something freeing about Jesus. I mean, I'm not trying, I mean, not to go making this a, a religious podcast, but I mean, just to give, just to say, I mean, there's nothing like finding Jesus. I just wanted to say that. No, but that's good that you're saying yeah. it because people are saying a lot of other things. Yeah. And and look at look at how how I get to fly in my life and the people that I get to be around. And I am I'm not ashamed. Absolutely. Uh, of the light that's living inside you and inside of me. Absolutely. Well, Tim, thank you so much for your time, sir. Uh, we will watch you on, on the conference. We'll be looking out for you. Michael, and thanks for uh, promoting us. Thanks for telling people about Excellent Absolutely. Day. All the information he'll put there and uh, continue to help people's lives get better. Absolutely. God bless you, sir. Talk to you soon.